Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. On tonight's broadcast, we're going to be in Philippians, continuing our study of the book of Philippians in chapter 2, and uh, with a concept of let this mind be in you. Of course, that's the ministry uh, name, uh, let this mind be in you, but it's a reminder of we're have, we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. Uh, remember, this is a previously recorded podcast. mind being you. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you. And um, if you listen to the opening, it sounds a little bit different. Um, I had uh, the ability um, a a little while ago to uh, have a live recording of Be Thou My Vision. So thanks to Sister Kimmy Strong. Thank you, uh, Sister, if you ever watch this, and um, I hope you do. And um, I know people down here know Sister uh, Kim and her her sisters and her brother, uh, Philip. And uh, what a what a great family, and uh, I love that family dearly. And uh, thank you so much to again to uh, Sister Kimmy for uh, being used uh, to of the Lord to with her talents uh, to play the opening there. Be thou my vision, and um, I really, really, really appreciate it. So tonight. We're going to be in Philippians chapter 2, but first, uh, while we're waiting on a lot of people to come in, um, for those listening, okay, so this is on all the podcast platforms. I believe I'm just about on every one of them now. Um, I was just able to get onto Spotify. Um, Same thing, Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast, search for that, and you'll be able to find me on Spotify now. Of course, Apple Podcast, Uh, let's see, iHeartRadio, Podbean, I can't think of any others right now, but if you're listening on the on the podcast version, uh, the audio version of this, uh, so obviously you can come over here at any time and check us out on our Facebook page, Let This Mind Be In You uh, Ministries on on Facebook, or Let This Mind Be In You. Just search for that as a channel name on YouTube, and you'll and you'll see us live. Although this will be um, my last. Well, check that. I was going to say it was going to be my last live broadcast, but that's not true. Tomorrow night, my dad, which he's probably checking in, there he is on Facebook, my dad will be joining me via Skype from the uh, from the People's Republic of New Jersey, and uh, he'll get a kick out of that. Uh, excuse me, there's a string or something that's bugging me. Anyways, um, he'll get a kick out of that uh, with the People's Republic of New Jersey, but he's going to be joining me via Skype tomorrow, and we're going to be talking about uh, uh, the Book of Acts and some things that go along with that, um, he's been teaching that in his uh, local body of believers there, that he uh, that he helps pastor there in, well, I guess it's still Keyport. It might be, uh, it's Hazlitt, though, actually. But anyways, uh, so my dad will correct me on that, but I believe it's Hazlitt uh, address. But he lives over in Keyport, so if you're ever around the Keyport, New Jersey area, let my dad know. Uh, 
He's a small little Italian guy that's running around like a chicken with his head cut off most of the time. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, he's going to be joining me. And so he's been on the, uh, on the, on the program, uh, the broadcast uh, several times, I believe three. This will be his fourth time. One, two. Yeah. I, think, I believe so. Maybe it'll be his fourth, third or fourth time. Either way, uh, but I, I can't wait. I'm going to enjoy that. Also, be looking out for another. Let this, uh, excuse me, another. What's on my mind um, tomorrow? I'm Lord willing, I'll be able to um, get that completely produced, and uh, you'll be seeing another. Uh, what's on my mind? And uh, the, uh, there's been three episodes so far. Uh, let's see. The first one was uh, Living Soul. The uh, second one was fellow citizens third one was don't forget who you are and uh the the one's going to be tomorrow uh lord willing will be on marriage so i can't wait to talk about that and uh, it's been on my mind quite a bit lately um especially since i'm about ready to deploy just thinking about my my bride and uh, some of the things the bible has to say about marriage so um i can't wait to talk about that and the live stream tomorrow night uh it'll be at 8 8 p.m. Central, so 9 Eastern. Uh, it's a little, it's a one hour earlier um, than normal because, um, well, Saturday's my dad's day off. And I don't want him staying up all night. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> he says three or four. Who's counting, though? That's great. All right, let's check out YouTube to see who's joining in. Brother JT is over there. Brother Stephen Woodruff, hello, brother. And uh, Brother Gabriel, uh, Brother Jonas, hello to your brother. And uh, Sister Elizabeth Smith. Uh, that's the handle anyways on, on YouTube. Good to see you, uh, sister. I think you came in for maybe the first time last time, uh, last live stream. So good to see you back brother Daruna, of course. And, um, Huntress, I haven't uh, seen you on there before, but thank you for joining. And, uh, so what, uh, if this is your first time or maybe you're brand new, uh, we right here on this channel, uh, what I, what I like to do is just go chapter, in verse, line by line, precept upon precept. And uh, we've gone through the book of Galatians, Ephesians, um, Romans, Hebrews, and Colossians up to this point. And so you can go back and check those out. Also, there's other studies um, also on the channel. So uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I will tell you, I'm not monetized. This is completely self-funded. Um, all this setup and everything like that, um, there's been a few people as Lord laid it on their heart to, to donate some money. And, uh, I'm appreciative of that. Never asked for it though. So, um, obviously those brothers know who they are. I, I reached out every single time, um, somebody donated. Um, I, I told them, thank you from, uh, thank you from me. Um, Lord bless you. But, um, I don't require anything I hear. This is just something that I do really, um, it's convicting to me. Uh, this is parts of my study and things that I, I go through. And the, the main purpose, though, is to be about the word, only about the word. Let this mind be in you. The same spirit that was in Christ Jesus was the same spirit that inspired men, uh, men of old, uh, to write down as he inspired them. So we believe that the uh, King James Bible is God's preserved, perfect word for the English speaking people. I take a 100% stance on that, and um, and you can go back and check all my other things that I, um, I teach from the Bible, and um, I want the Word of God to speak for itself. So with that in mind, we have all of this stuff out of the way as far as announcements. I think it's given everybody enough time to get in here, which is good, and oh, I didn't check 
I think I started my recorder. Praise the Lord, it is started. Anyways, so I've been um, at home a lot in the last couple of weeks uh, in preparation for um, pushing out on deployment. But uh, what that's really given me an opportunity to do is uh, do a lot more studies. So, so this week, um, with that last, with that last, uh, what's on my mind, and the two other, three other ones that I'm going to be doing tonight, and two more tomorrow. So it's quite a bit of stuff that's been coming out, and I just, I have all this time to study. Might as well study the Word of God and watching my babies and loving on them and hugging on them and. Uh, spending time with my wife as well, uh, just trying to get as much stuff done as I possibly can for a move out as far as for those uh, for those few months. So be in prayer for my wife and my babies, uh, Dominic and Millie Grace, and uh, uh, that uh, that's their first time that they're going to have to go through that. It's my first time we're going to have to go through a deployment um, with, with children. And um, it's me and my wife's, I believe, sixth or seventh time we've done it, but uh, first time with uh, babies. So be in prayer for us and uh, be in prayer for Lord's will for my life. Um, as far as what the future, whatever he has for me, I'm surrendered completely to what he would have for me in his will. So be praying for me to just keep that surrender to him. And uh, with that being said, let's have the mind of Christ tonight. Let's let this mind be in you. Let's go to the word of God. Philippians chapter two and verse number one. All right. Philippians chapter two. In verse number one, I see you, Sister Rebecca. Good to see you over there. And again, um, just if you're new as well, I don't, I don't, I try not to monitor once we start into the study. I try not to monitor the uh, the feed uh, so that I can just concentrate on the Word of God and um, it keeps the distractions down. So if you have any comments or questions, uh, try to do your best you can. I know YouTube kind of limits the amount of characters. But maybe do a timestamp or what I was talking about or question, comment, and uh, preface it by question or comment so I know you're talking to me and not talking to uh, somebody else. Sometimes people have back and forth discussions, uh, something pops into their mind, and uh, they want to let somebody else know about it. So that's perfectly fine. Uh, You can always pause these live videos as well and uh, rewind them. And uh, if you missed whatever verse I said, or like you want to go back and check something out, or you want to pause and take the time to turn in your own Bibles to to the passage, I'd encourage you to do that, okay? So Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 1. I love the book of Philippians, and this this chapter, there's Lord laid this on my heart way over a year ago uh, when I decided to try this out, you know, uh, live teaching or teaching on online. Um, as I mentioned to a brother the other day, um, what I view this as is, is the ability to teach and preach in the world's largest street corner. Um, people that go out in the street preach, it's awesome, nothing against that at all. But, um, you know, you get a few seconds maybe of somebody's time as they walk by, or you'll get like a few seconds as a car goes by. And um, But here, if somebody stumbles across the video, uh, they, they get a chance at maybe two, three minutes at tops, but in that time, Maybe the Lord would uh, use his word to convict somebody of their need of a Savior. And uh, that's first and foremost. The second portion and point that the uh, the, let this mind being you really um, set on my mind and really worked on my heart about was having the mind of Christ. Um, As we've spoken before in Galatians and Romans and uh, I believe it's I believe it's uh, Mark. I believe it's Mark 14. Uh, if you hear some popping in the background, 
people are launching fireworks outside. So, but uh, anyways, um, but if but in those verses, it talks about having uh, when Jesus Christ was praying in the garden, he said, Abba, Father. Well, it's the same spirit that's within us now, as it says in Romans and I believe Galatians, where we cry, Abba, Father. We have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16 says, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the spirit. And so let this means allow this spirit to, to work in you. Don't quench the spirit. Walk in the spirit as Paul admonishes us uh, and the churches that he wrote these uh, epistles to constantly. And so that's what this ministry really is endeavoring to be about is the word of God and, and to encourage people, teach, preach. But uh, this is just the world's largest street corner for me. I mean, I, and mostly, though, it's really my studies and, and I joke around all the time, but it's true. When I'm looking straight ahead, I look right into a monitor that I have set up and I, that I can monitor all my uh, my broadcasts and everything like that. And uh, what it really helps me to do, though, is look straight at me. So when I look up and I talk about what the Word of God's saying, it's hitting me right square between the eyes all the time. And um, it, that's good. That's good to let the, let the Spirit uh, reign uh, because we have the struggle of the flesh. We have the constant battle, uh, the struggle that's within the flesh. So let's get into the Word of God. There's, that's enough of, of an opening. And uh, let's start in verse number one. If, it's a big word, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, large S, capital S, Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Now, I'm going to stop right here. If... The inverse is also true. If there, therefore, any lack of consolation, okay, if there any lack of comfort of love, if there's any lack of fellowship of the, of the Spirit, if any lack of bowels and mercy, so forth and so on, it's because we are in the flesh, okay, because the Spirit is not divided. Well, the Spirit's telling me one thing, and I believe that the, you know, the Spirit of the Lord's telling me to do this one thing, and another brother says, yeah, that's not scriptural. That's not the spirit divided within itself. It's there's flesh working in one of those locations. Okay, if you if you get what I'm saying, uh, we are not mind numb robots. We don't have this some some sort of programming inputted into our brain um, upon salvation. I wish that was the case, where we just we just have the mind of Christ, and all the, all this time we're just day by day we're just doing exactly fulfilling, you know, doing exactly the word uh, says to do. Unfortunately, we're still in this, this corruptible flesh. We still have this flesh. We don't have the new creature yet as far as the flesh. This immortality or this mortality hasn't put on immortality. This corruption hasn't put on incorruption, as it says in um, 1 Corinthians 15. So within that, we know if we're seeing the inverse of what it's talking about here, as we continue down through here, have this mind in you. Let this mind be in you. Think about this, that you're not having the mind of Christ if these things are lacking. Verse number three, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. This is the thing that struck me really hard because I struggle with all of this, brothers and sisters. I struggle with all of this, just like anybody else does. 
Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. In your local bodies, where you gather, where you meet uh, with your small group in a home or wherever, it's a field, it doesn't matter, a tent, wherever you come to, when you come together, when you get together, there's, it, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. As I talked to a brother, I believe it was last night, the purpose of us gathering together or being around each other as, as brothers and sisters in Christ is not what we can receive out of it, but what we can give, what, how much more we can esteem others more highly than ourselves, more better than themselves. So Paul is admonishing us all. When we come together, it's not to be in our own mind, but to have the mind of Christ. Here's why. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Why? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You will not find anywhere in the scriptures where Christ ever thought about himself. Not one time did he say, well, I, I'm pretty hungry. I think I'll just uh, eat instead of going over here. Christ always constantly had uh, others. He esteemed others. As we'll see here in a second, he humbled himself. We're talking about the creator of the universe. Creator God in flesh. Vexed every single day because he knows the thoughts and intentions of people's hearts. But yet still, still esteemed others. He looked not on his own things, but on the things of others. Let this mind be in you. To me, that, 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 concept, that concept, that biblical concept, what the Word of God says just straightforward is that I am to esteem others. I'm not to say I'm looking for what I can get out of a situation. I'm looking to say, Lord, use me to help in this situation, to esteem this brother or sister, whatever it may be. Lord, help me to be a help. Lord, help me to have your mind. Allow myself to get out of the way. Remove me. As an old preacher said, uh, hide me behind the cross. Well, that's good. It's a, it's a, I understand what the saying by that, but I think more scripturally, let this mind be in you. And that's one of the things that really just drives it home to me all the time, all the time. I, I'm just constantly thinking about that. I'm not having the mind of Christ on this right now. Um, get myself all worked up. I get so, I start getting angry about something, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, why can't they? Oh, have this mind. Let this mind be in you, Michael. And that's a hard thing to do because Paul says he had to die daily, die to self. We are by nature, okay, because of the sin nature, okay, I just talked about we're still in this flesh. By nature, we are selfish individuals. I've had people tell me all the time, uh, Mike, I'm not selfish in the least bit. One second, as I get some coffee. I'm not selfish in the least bit. And I always ask them, well, when you got up this morning, did you, uh, did you eat? Well, I don't like eating breakfast. I said, at some point in time during the day, did you eat? Did you drink water? 
Did you take in air? All these things. Well, that's just natural. I mean, that's for me to survive. Correct. But by, by definition, that is a self-preserving act. So it's selfish. Now, not to the point where it's like, well, it's my way or the highway. Like my kids, you know, being selfish, wanting their own toy, you know. But throughout the rest of the day, how much do you, time do you actually dedicate to yourself? How much of your day, if you think about it, is really dedicated towards esteeming others? Or as it said there in um, verse number four, on your own things. Of course we need to eat. Of course we need to sleep and breathe and do all those different things. Don't get me wrong. But how much of the is the percentage of your day that you dedicate towards others minuscule? Have the mind of Christ. But you find yourself uh, really just, man, this is happening to me. Whatever that may be, always consider: am I am I having the mind of Christ in this matter? I think that'll help us biblically as the Bible says, because look at why this is such a huge statement. Verse number six, who being in the form of God, which by the way, as I've talked about on this channel before, body, soul, and spirit. I, I, I looked up a website somebody sent me and uh, it was, it was, it's what's called oneness Pentecostalism and basically making Jesus out to be um, almost like a, it was a created being and some of this other stuff like that. It's, it's junk. Okay. Look at the, what the verse says, who being in the form of God, God created man in his image, body, soul, and spirit thought it not robbery to be equal with God because Jesus Christ was fully God, but at the same time, fully man. Verse number seven, but made himself of no reputation. Well, that, that's really hard to understand. You're correct. That's why it's by faith. He says, but made himself of no reputation. It wasn't that he was created or somehow he was a really good man or so forth and so on. That was creator God who made himself, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Is this mind in you? Do you have the spirit of God in you? Do you have the spirit of Christ in you? Do you have this mind in you? Look at what the the creator of this universe, him that knew no sin, that took on sin for you. Keep reading. And was made in the likeness of men. So, being in the form of God, body, soul, and spirit, took on, was made in the likeness of men, body, soul, and spirit. Uh, as the Bible says here, uh, made in the likeness of men, took upon him the form of a servant, verse number eight, and being found in fashion as a man, basically, again, 100% man at the same time, 100% God. He humbled himself. Nobody crucified Jesus Christ. We understand that the Jews had him crucified through the Roman um, uh, Uh, I guess you would say the government that was there in control of Jerusalem at the time. Understand that. But all the times that the the religious leaders took up stones to throw at him, to kill him, or to try to push him off a mountain, or whatever it was, it wasn't his time. You know why? Because 
by prophecy, he walked into Jerusalem, actually on the on the back of a of a of a donkey. He rode into the back of uh, on into Jerusalem on the exact day prophecy said he would. The exact day. Not only that, they did this. They sung out the things that exactly prophecy said. He died exactly when he determined it to be. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. This is what saves you, is the understanding that you have a sin nature. You cannot do anything, anything to get to to God, to the Father. Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way, the only way. Even the death of the cross. Turn over real quick to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 1 through 4. This is very important for us to get. Jesus Christ didn't die for sin, singular. He died for all of your sins, past, present, future. The, when he covers you in his righteousness, when he clothed you, as the Bible said, in his righteousness, when he looks at you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, Moreover, brethren, verse number one, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which ye are also by ye are saved, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. His death was for sins, plural. Uh, Brother Mike, do I, are you saying that I need to ask for forgiveness of all my sins as far as like name them off, like everything? Of course not. How would you ever even remember anything, like anything remotely close to that? You couldn't. You don't have to clean up your life and uh, like, well, okay, I, if I get to this point, I can uh, really have, uh, really now I can come to Jesus and uh, be saved. No, you come as a broken sinner, just like the publican who said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. That's what you need to do. And it's just as Jesus gave us the example of what prayer actually is, which is surrendering wills, okay? He surrendered his will when he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. It's the same thing at the moment of salvation when you finally surrender, as as the Bible talks about. uh, It's a beautiful picture because it's an instantaneous thing. It's an instantaneous surrender, and that is the heart cry, the confession that's made, as it says in Romans and several other places. That is salvation. If you've never come to that moment, that exact moment, well, do I have to be like some sort of like just completely crushed and, and broken down and just groveling and saying all this kind of stuff? I, some people may. Other people may not. The point is, is that you surrender your will because your righteousness is no good. You come to that realization. You acknowledge that. You believe on the one that can do something about it. And once you believe on the one that can do something about it, the confession is made. 
with the you know with the mouth confession is made unto righteousness. It's basically the it's a moment, boom, it happens. It's also the moment that the sealing of the Holy Spirit comes in, wherein you're sealed into the day of redemption. That same Spirit. So as the picture is given of Abba Father, that's the birth. As the Bible talks about us being babes in Christ, when you're a new creature, you are born again. That's the moment. I I liken it to the moment of conception. Life begins at conception. There's not like a chicken or an egg argument where it's like, okay, what comes first? It's there. And it's by his creation. It's by his doing. As Titus says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done. That is the simplicity of the gospel. Wherefore, verse number nine, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Every means every. This uh, website that I looked at, you know, has talked about, well, you know, after a thousand years, Jesus basically uh, gives a throne back to the Father, you know, God the Father, and just basically, I don't know what they say happens to him. No, sir. No. Look at Psalms 138 and verse number two. Look at this name above all names. Above, as it says there, above every name. Psalms 138 and verse number two, I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness, for thy truth, and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Now, Brother Mike, you just said that he's magnified, his name is magnified above, as it says here, um, giving him a name which is above every name. Beyond even that, the word that tells us that is magnified even above his name, as the Bible says. That's incredible. That's why we should be about the word and not what somebody says they want to make something to say. Just read it for what it says. Giving him a name above every name means every. I didn't, take, I didn't go to Bible college. I didn't take Greek. Don't have to. God preserved his word for us in the English language in the King James Bible, and it says every, and he uses terms like all. Look up those words in the Greek. I, I dare you, okay? I guarantee you they mean all and every. A, a, a bunch of men, they're way smarter than me. I believe God ordained. He said things don't happen by coincidence. It just so happens at the height of the English language in 1611, uh, a bunch of the smartest men around took the Texas Receptus, and here we go. Because God promised that he would preserve his word, and God does not go back on his promise. He's not slack concerning his promises. God cannot lie. I just thought I'd bring that out. Okay, verse number 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And I've said it before. That just doesn't mean those that didn't receive him as their savior in this life, but that means every, again, your knee will bow as well. You know, that some people get this picture in their mind, and, you know, I, I think it's because of certain um, drawings and what people have conceived that this is what's going to be like. When we see Jesus on the first time, we're going to run up and just give him a big old hug like he's, 
he's our best friend. Of course, he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. However, at the name of Jesus, on the, the when we see Jesus, we are going to fall flat on our face. Guaranteed. How do I know this? Because John did. <laughs> John felt every person that ever sees Jesus Christ in his glorified body, when they see Jesus, when Isaiah saw Jesus, he said, woe to me, my, I am undone. It wasn't this kind of a thing where it was like, oh, hey, hey, what's up, buddy? A name above every name. The one that we owe it all to. The one that this entirety of this word is about because it's his word. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 23. Isaiah chapter 45. One thing about Isaiah, and I don't care how long we go tonight because <laughs> I'm going to get all of Philippians 2 in. One thing about Isaiah. Isaiah was made, as far as a prophet goes, he was brought in on a lot of interesting stuff. If you read all the way through the book of Isaiah, there's so much in there, so much. Uh, Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 23, it says, I have sworn by myself. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Who do you think that's talking about? Well, gee, we don't know. Okay, we'll turn to Romans chapter 14 and verse number 11. Romans chapter 14, as we just saw in Philippians 2, we know who it is, but just to make sure, let's find a third time this is mentioned. That is not a coincidence. Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14 in verse number 11. It says, for it is written, back there in Isaiah, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Jesus is God, 100%. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily, the whole nine years. The Bible is not, it does not contradict itself. Just read it for what it says. Don't try to make your own philosophies and, and try to bring in what you, look, go to the word of God and say, Lord, teach me just plainly. I also mentioned to a brother last night, talking to him on Skype, the Bible is not some sort of Rubik's Cube for the believer. We can understand the weightier things and the, and the, the meat of the word. We can have all that stuff as we grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Will you know the entirety of the Bible? Probably not. I mean, man lives 80 years. Maybe 60 of those years he's saved and studies diligently every single day won't even begin to scratch the surface. <laughs> you know, there's a song that talks about if, uh, you know, and there, where's the verse at? Somebody will probably be able to remind me, you know, that uh, if the, they began writing now, the books could, or the world cannot contain the books. I think it's in one of the Gospels or maybe in Acts. I can't remember. My dad or somebody will uh, remind me about where that's at. But the point is, is that you can't reach the bottom of this well. However, we should still try. And it's not like we have to learn some sort of code, like every fifth word and third letter is going to give us some sort of secret code and we can figure all this stuff out. Look, if it's for the believer, 
the Spirit will teach you and confirm to you and convince you and say, look, here it is, plainly spoken out. If things are hard to understand and it seems like it's contradicting, and it's like, oh, my goodness, I wonder why that is. And it seems like this over here. It's not the Word of God that's contradicting. It's you're in yourself. Be happy about that because be joyful because the Lord has given you an opportunity to search the Scriptures and say, Lord, just show me. If you, in your timing and your will, Lord, show me what you would have me to see. But it's not some sort of secret code for you, believer. You can have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. Therefore, let it be in you. Let this mind be in you. I hope that makes sense. The, seriously, I mean, I'm not trying to make it flippantly either. You have to study the show thyself approved. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Of course, you got to work as far as that goes. You got to study. You got to be into the word of God. But there's not some sort of secret, magical, only a top tier um, clergy, you know, get because they know the secret language of Greek or Latin or whatever. No, the, the, <laughs> the word of God was preserved for us in the English speaking language where even somebody like me can pick it up and read it in the plain English that it's in. So, let's go back to Philippians chapter 2. I don't know how I got on that side note there, but, uh, oh, the name above every name. Yeah, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Verse number 11 in Philippians 2, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every tongue. You, you need to confess that now, though, okay? You need to come to the end of your, your own righteousness now and say, Lord, I'm not good enough. It's all about you, your righteousness. You need to confess that now. You need to, you know, humble yourself. Uh, what it's called about godly sorrow, repentance. You know, people try to talk about what repentance is. Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Surrender your will. Man, from the beginning, from the, the fall, the, the, the sin came, entered into the world. Since that point, man has wanted to do things their way. I told you, we're selfish. Cain, I want to do it my way. Cain believed in the, in the creator God. I mean, he, his parents were created by God. And he was instructed, bring a blood sacrifice. What did he say? No. I want to do things essentially my way. Uh, okay. He obviously knew that there was a creator God. He believed in a creator God, but he didn't humble himself and obey. As I talked about my son, my uh, not quite two-year-old son. When we mentioned, uh, when I was in Ephesians 6, when we talk about we're trying to teach them uh, the word of God and memorizing these verses, and we'll talk about children obey your parents in the Lord, you know, and he'll say, children, obey. And if you saw the simplicity in the heart of that, that young child who doesn't have any concept right now about what that actually means, but really the simplicity of obey God's word. Humble yourself. It's not about you. And by the way, once you're saved, it's still not about you, as we've seen already in Philippians 2. And isn't the word of God just, just amazing? 
and convicting. Verse number 12, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, hmm, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I've had somebody mention before that this verse means, well, see, you got to work for your salvation here. No joke. People believe that. It says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It is a serious thing. That's why I talked about in um, Remember Who You Are. So go check out that video. When I talked about that on What's On My Mind, Remember Who You Are, this is one of the same concepts. With fear and trembling, not that you're doubting your salvation all the time and living in this constant state of fear, but it's a very fearful thing. You better be assured. I write these things that you may know. You can know. I can't know for you. I can't say, yep, 100% you're saved, guaranteed. Also can't say 100% you're lost. No idea. I can look on the outside, but I have no idea what's on the inside. I have no idea of the work that began in you or did not begin in you. Only you know that. One day, Mike D'Angelo will not stand before the Lord in front of whoever you are that's watching this or listening to this and say, hey, I can vouch for this guy or a girl. Not going to happen. We must all, all stand before the Lord. One at the judgment seat of Christ, whether we see rewards or loss of those rewards, the wood, hay, and stubble, or you're going to stand before the great white throne judgment, which is a fearful, fearful, wrathful judgment because now you have to pay for your sins for all of eternity. He took sin upon him. He said, it is finished. He took the sins of the entire world on him. He humbled himself, even to the cross, obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, which is one of the worst ways to die, guaranteed, that's ever been imagined by man. A cruel death. The scourging alone. Anybody else, you have no idea the, the amount of what went into that or those bits of glass and, and bone and everything else that they can get into those, those nine strands of leather when they would whip the back and they would twist and they would pull skin and sinew and flesh. All this stuff would just become ripping out of our Savior. And he did that for you and me. And then he still picked up the cross and went to Golgotha. Even the death of the cross. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. But even here, you want, you want some meat of the word, some weightier matters. Here's something that's really will blow your mind. Here's, here's some meat. I just gave you the sincere milk of the, of the word, the gospel. Here's some meat. He did that. He created us knowing fully well that we would sin, but yet still gave us a free will that we didn't have to sin, but Adam still fell, but he knew that. Blow your mind. Have no idea how that's where he's God. I have faith. But it says, but even before the foundations of the world, he did that for you. He knew. You can't... 
people talk about, well, I'm going to get a mansion that I'm going to live in on this such and such boulevard for the rest of eternity, and boy, I'm going to kick my feet up. That's not heaven. What's heaven is when you put on this new temple, this new house, because you've been clothed in his righteousness, and you're going to worship and give praise, honor, and glory to him for all of eternity, and you're going to be thrilled about it. Amen and amen. But work that out. Know for sure tonight. LTMBIY at yahoo.com if you don't. Email me. I'd love to talk to you. Verse number 13. I mentioned this to a young brother a couple nights ago. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. If you allow the Lord to work, if you remember who you are, he will do the work. He already accomplished everything. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Turn over to First Thessalonians, just a couple pages over. But First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 24. Let's start in verse 16. Rejoice. Evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You want to know what the will of God is? Me and my dad, we talked about the will of God and different things. It's one of the things we brought up. There's one of them. Give thanks, because you're going to be doing it for all of eternity. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Despise not the, the preaching of the word. Just simple giving you the word of God. Prove all things. Prove through this lens. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse number 24. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. He's done the work. There's a song that says, paid in full. I've done the work I've came to do. Paid in full. Back in verse, uh, where do we leave off here? Yes, verse number 14 of Philippians chapter 2. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God. Remember who you are. You're a child of God. If you're saved, you're born again, you are a son or daughter of God. Remember who you are without rebuke. How can we stand without rebuke one day? It's his righteousness. In the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, remember you're an ambassador. Remember who you are. Go back and watch that video. Remember who you are, an ambassador. See, you're in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. As the old song, This Little Light of Mine, it's a simple child song that you sing as a young, young child, however. How's your light shining? I told you I'm looking straight at me when I look up. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. Paul is essentially saying, they kill me, not a big deal. I'm out of here. Remember we talked about in Philippians chapter 1, you know, be absent from the body. 
and uh, or talking about that before that it's yeah. He he didn't care what happened to him in this flesh. He knew that if he was gone, well, hey, it's 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 if I remain, it's needful for you, as I said in uh, chapter one. If I'm gone, so be it. I wish that attitude was in me. I pray that attitude would be in me. Let this mind be in you. It's the same attitude, the same spirit in which Christ surrendered and said, not my will, but thine. Verse number 18, for the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus, this is uh, Timothy, shortly unto you that I also may be of uh, good comfort when I know your state. Paul really wanted to know how these people are doing. Remember as I started uh, studying Philippians, I think he had a real deep affection for all these ministries and all these uh, local bodies of believers, all these local churches. However, it just seems like he, when he talks about these uh, Philippian church here, it just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just something I'm reading into it. I don't mean to, but it seems like he had a, an earnest desire to be with them and so forth and so on. As it says here, for I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord help us. But ye know the proof of him. This is Timothy that as a son with the father, he hath served with me in the gospel him. Therefore I hope to send presently. So soon I shall see how it will go with me, but I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly. Paul wanted to come there badly, desperately. Yet I suppose it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother. And I think this Epaphroditus was from um, Philippi, and they traveled apparently with Paul, the best I can tell. And companion in labor, he helped them out. And fellow soldier, I love that. But your messenger, see, that's why I think he's from Philippi, and he that ministered to my wants. The, the King James wants here is needs. It's not like, well, like, I want that bicycle or whatever. No, these are needs. And he ministered to the necessity of Paul. As the, uh, the Bible says, the necessity of the saints and giving to that. See, it's not just, we, not just giving all this you know, money as far as what's needed. Uh, that's biblical New Testament giving. Not some sort of 20% tithe or well, 30% almost because, well, I've talked about that before. That's a side note. Anyways, all right, uh, moving on. Uh, as it talks about Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier, but your messenger that he, uh, and he that ministered to my wants, for he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that he had heard that he had been sick. Look at the attitude of Epaphroditus. He was heavy because he knew that they had found out that he was sick. Okay, like that's how much he cared and loved for them. See, esteeming them more highly than himself. Better than himself. For indeed, he was sick nigh unto death. Apparently, it wasn't just a little thing. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also. Look at this mind of Paul here. Lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Even though Paul was looking at the eternal always, he still was a man. He still had desire to be around other brothers and sisters in Christ. And just like us, if we lose a, a, a dear friend and brother or sister in Christ, of course there's going to be sorrow. And that's what Paul's same thing he's saying here. I sent him, therefore, the more carefully. 
that when ye see him again, ye may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Gets to be back with his, his, his brothers and sisters, Christ, at Philippi there. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation, because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me. He cared so much for Paul that he didn't even, that he, that's why he kind of wanted to stick around. But he didn't care what happened to himself. Epaphroditus, Paul, these people that had the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, as it says in Philippians 2 and verse 5. That's the mind of Christ. So I thank you. Uh, we, didn't, uh, we didn't quite hit the mark as we normally do there at, uh, at 45 after. We went a little bit over, but I wanted to uh, finish that. So uh, join me tomorrow night uh, for that live stream and also be looking for that produced video. Now, as we always do, let's go check the, the comments and um, questions and whatever else. Let's see what that has in whole, uh, store for us. We'll go check the Facebook first because usually uh, there's not a, quite a bit of uh, stuff on here. And just as I imagined, my dad says, all means all, and that's all, all will ever mean. I think that's all. That's one of the only things uh, he remembers from Bible college. So, <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's good. That's exactly right. All means all, period. All right, let's check over here at YouTube because usually there's quite a bit more, and I was right. <laughs> okay, so people talking to each other. Quite a bit of stuff going on here. And uh, hey, Brother Burns came in here. Good to see you, brother. From California. And uh, Omar, hello. I haven't seen you in a while, Brother Omar. Good to see you. Uh, yes, John. Thank you, Brother Burns. John chapter 21, verse 25, for the world could not contain the books that should be written. Yeah, let's go over there real quick to read that. I, I could not remember where it was. Kind of like the other, uh, what was it, last night, Brother Burns, we were talking, and uh, we kept trying to think of, like, verses would come to our mind, and sometimes that happens. You just get excited, and you're like, oh, where was that at? And then it'll come to you. And uh, usually with your brothers in Christ the helping you out there. So John chapter 21 and verse number 25, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen and amen. Very good. So that's where that was. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Second uh, Peter chapter 1 was brought up here, verse 20, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not of old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Brother Daruna. Yes, and that's an interesting point. Brother Daruna talks about Cain spoke with God. Absolutely did. And the Lord even forgave him by telling Cain he could change and do right. But what was Cain's attitude? As I look at the, uh, at the, at the screen, as I look at the camera, 
You go back to Genesis and look at what Cain's attitude was about all that. Unrepentant. So, in fact, we got a few minutes here. If you have any prayer requests, please uh, put them on there. Just say prayer request. And uh, uh, Brother Burns, I'm praying for you. And Brother Stephen and, and, and those that have uh, uh, that I have talked to a little bit. Appreciate them praying for me as well. Um, okay. Let's see, it starts in verse uh, of chapter 4, Genesis 4, and verse 9. So go read that on your own because um, a little bit out there, but Notice that he never repented of killing his brother. He just says, oh, the, the punishment's too great. My punishment is greater than I can bear. See, he wasn't concerned about all the other things, about his sin, which is very interesting. But anyways. Okay, so I think we've run to the end of the comment section and also Facebook, not anything over there. Excuse me, I should hit the dump button there. All right, that's better. I should have done that. Nobody needs to hear me sniffling. Okay, so tomorrow night, um, you should see a produced video, Lord willing. Uh, it may not get uh, produced and put out in time. Um, so anyways, but I'll be episode four in the uh, What's On My Mind series. And then also the live stream. It'll be at 9 Central. No, excuse me, 8 Central. 9 Eastern, tomorrow night, with my my dad, okay? The, uh, mi padre. So, <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good time. I always love uh, our conversations, and uh, he's been really taking the time to go through the transitional book of Acts. And, um, and hopefully he'll bring out some of that stuff, but who knows where the Lord will take the conversation. So, join me tomorrow night at, uh, like I said, 9 Central Excuse me, I did it again. 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Sorry about that. but uh, And be praying for Brother Burns. Check the stream one more time. Okay. And that's it. All right, so let's, uh, let's finish off in a word of prayer. And uh, be praying for uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, obviously, around the world in the macro sense. Uh, we, don't, we don't believe in a universal church. Okay, the, that's foreign to the pages of scriptures. There's local uh, bodies of believers, but the macro body of Christ, as it talks about in Romans 12, many members. There's many members out there, all the needs that they have and, and, and so forth. But let's be praying that all of us, born-again believers, surrender our will to his, okay, and esteem each other, okay? Look not every man to things his own things, okay? So... Let's have, let's, let's have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, brothers and sisters, and uh, admonish me and encourage me to do the same thing. Would you please, please be praying for me and uh, my family through this time. Love you in the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for another night of good, good Bible study. Lord, thank you for your word, your perfect word. Thank you for the simplicity of the gospel. Thank you, Lord, that you did the work. That, Lord, it's... It's not on us. 
and that uh, the surrender of our will, of our pride, of our the asking as far as surrendering our will to yours, because you're not willing that any should perish. Lord, I pray that there be anybody that has listened to this or will listen to this, Lord, that they would come to that realization. Lord, uh, you promised in your word that your word would not return void. So, Lord, please use your spirit to work and convict those that need a Savior. The King of kings and Lord of lords that humbled himself. Lord, you humbled yourself. Lord, we are so thankful for that. Lord, as I listen to the fireworks and people celebrating things of the temporal, I just can't help but think how for eternity we're going to be singing your praises and giving all praise and honor and glory to you for what you did. And thou hast redeemed us, made us kings and priests, Lord, because of you. Lord, thank you for right before I went on, uh, my brother in Christ that gave me that verse as a reminder. Lord, that is the hope that was within us, this blessed hope, Lord, that this corruptible body will one day put on incorruption. Lord, as uh, the, the word says, we, we groan. The spirit groans within us, waiting for that redemption of this body. Until then, Lord, Lord, help us as we're ambassadors in this wicked and perverse nation. Wherever that is around the world, where everybody's Wherever anybody's listening to the sound of my voice or seeing me on, on the, the internet, Lord, these things will all come to an end. Lord, you will make all things new, and every knee will bow to you because you are worthy. Lord, thank you so much for salvation. Thank you for the free gift of salvation. Lord, thank you for you doing the work. Lord, thank you that you've given us your word that's the schoolmaster, the law that brought us to that realization that we can't do it, anything. And it's through you and through you alone, through faith. And Lord, thank you so much for the simplicity of the gospel. Thank you for giving us your word that we can understand and the language we can understand. Lord, we're unworthy, but because of you, somehow we are now joint heirs. It's an incredible thought. Lord, help us to remember who we are in you. We ask all these things in your precious holy name and for your sake. Amen and amen. All right. Well, that's the last um, actual live stream. The next time there'll be a produced video. I'm going to try to go. I'm trying to produce the videos so where they'll uh, premiere or they'll show up at the, around the, right about the same time on Thursday nights for the regular Thursday night series. And uh, like I said, I'll have a, a lot more time to do a lot more studies and, and do a lot more produced videos, uh, Lord willing, um, on, on deployment. So just be praying for that. Okay, I love you in the Lord. Hey, don't forget who you are. Just like your parents used to tell you. Before you go over to somebody's house, don't forget who you are. Lord's telling us, now that you're sons, son, don't forget who you are. Well, how do I know how to get through this life? Here, here it is be about that. Let's be about the word. Loving the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining me again. It's just incredible that anybody even shows up to these things and watches them live or watches them afterwards. Like I said, share, tell all your friends, um, and help study along with me next time. I see you. God bless. Loving the Lord. Bye-bye.